Hello, welcome to PlayStation Unchained, episode 186. I am your host, Neil Bolt, and I am joined by a plethora of wonderful, wonderful people. Um, chief among them is the ever-present, ever-sultry Ben Chillerville Hall. How are you doing, Ben? I'm not doing too badly. Sultry. Big of words for a second there. <laughs> He's taken aback by my flattery. Cool, and also joining us is the best Armenian I've known to man it is of course Gary Bagdazarov <laughs> how go you Gary I'm pretty good I'm pretty good and yourself hiccupy I'm, I'm stifling at the moment you sounded like you were turning into a zombie earlier he did yeah I mean, ben, ben summoned Cthulhu three weeks ago and... <laughs> <laughs> can you guys hear me no Do-hoo. Okay, good. <laughs> um, and also joining us is, of course, now, wait for this one. It's Tim New. <laughs> I do. I'm strangely aroused right now. <laughs> some people have said that he's still saying this to this day. <laughs> That was good. Yeah, we're we're here to talk the video games and stuff. There's Tokyo Game Show happened this week. There's there's some stuff there. We'll talk about it. But something that kind of annoys. Okay, the city would be an order, but the uh, the Golden Joystick Awards, which is like the oldest game awards going. And I paid no attention to it. I forgot it even existed. Well, don't say that, Ben. You know, I mean, like... it was the best show ever. That's <laughs> <laughs> because they don't tend to stream it. They just get people to go and watch celebrities talk about games for five minutes. And yeah, then stuff that might or might not be out gets awards. Um, yeah, which is the main problem with it. Um, apart from mostly quite populist lists of stuff. I mean, stuff like... Uh, our favourite Tim, What Remains of Edith Finch, did very well. It's got quite a few nominations, including in Game of the Year and Storytelling. Mm-hmm. So, you still know, won all of them. Hashtag. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's uh, some categories with games that aren't out yet or will have barely been out by the time it, it happens. So it, it's going to be interesting. Um, it's hard to know why they're in there other than just the police sponsors I would assume because I honestly don't see any other reason um, for instance um, you go into the best gaming performance which is the voice acting and such and such in a game now you have uh, Ashley Birch's Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn you have Claudia Black's Chloe Fraser from Uncharted and you have like, Jack Brand who's Jack Baker in Resident Evil 7 but you also have um, Brian Bloom's BJ Blazkowicz for Wolfenstein 2, which is um, not out till the end of next month. So it's uh, a strange choice straight away. Um, also, Nathan Fillon gets in there for Destiny 2. I don't know if that's really even Nathan Fillon's best gaming performance by any stretch of the imagination. Um, what else did we have? We had some other strange things oh and Edith Finch is an indie game as well so that's in the, the best indie game category so it's um, 
Uh, FIFA 18 is in the multiplayer game of the year category, despite not being out yet. Um, Lawbreakers is quite hilariously in the best multiplayer game category as well. Um, and a game that's not even actually physically finished, uh, Battlegrounds, is also in that category. So it that's that's a grey area, I think, with that one. Um, again, also Bluehole around uh, uh, Bluehole Studio, who did Battlegrounds, uh, also in the Studio of the Year. Which is just again nuts. Haven't finished the game. Can how can you really put them in there? But then also machine games are in there for Wolfenstein 2. Again, not out. Just generally odd. In odd 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 in general. It, it, gets, it gets worse. It does get worse. Oh yeah, we're getting there. I, I'm literally walking in there. I mean, you can avoid the esports stuff, which just reads like gibberish mostly. I just voted for Rocket League where I could and Street Fighter <laughs> just on that one. Because I, I know nothing else beyond that. Um, esports game of the year, I think, was the same thing. But uh, yeah, all rubbish, rubbish, rubbish. Sorry, I'm trying to scroll through each page, which is taking forever. Uh, da, 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 da. Nintendo game of the year, of course, uh, includes Super Mario Odyssey. Not out. Um, PlayStation game of the year. Um, that's actually one of the ones that's fine i think yeah all the games there have actually come out because it's only a front loaded their year um xbox is the funniest one um cuphead which i don't think is even going to come out this year at this point now is it it's uh it's, that's it's scheduled the... to be out this year they yeah. It for... yeah so no official release date but it's in the game of the year it's next the week uh, dead rising which came out in december last year so i think it just missed the voting cutoff last uh, time cuphead is next week i think is it uh just that's going to be a very disappointing game um it looks really good looks yes beyond that i don't think it will be i mean is it really the game to define xbox that that is that's well consider the selection of games probably yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it's just oddness uh giant sparrow also in the breakthrough awards for what remains of you to finch uh, most wanted games blah, blah, blah. yeah most wanted games again was another odd one because where you've got games that aren't going to be out until just before the you know, winners are announced in categories for winning stuff uh, uh, this features a game that will be out already by the time the awards go live as well so in call of duty world war Two. So yeah, and then also features games that clearly aren't going to come out next year beyond Good and Evil Two. Um, yeah, so just it's just an odd, 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 odd list of things. I, I know it's a very corporate-based thing, and lots of the uh, choices are very safe. And then they'll pick like one or two indie games to sort of throw in there. Just as I think they basically look at like the uh, Metacritic or Open Critic scores and say, "Well, that indie did well, so we'll put that in there as well." But uh, no Stardew Valley, which I thought could have snuck in there yeah, on PS4 at least. But hey, over um, like half of the games on there, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's just I, I don't understand some of the nominees. Um, looking, let's uh keep to the relevant thing here. Um, Near Automata isn't in Game of the Year, I believe. That was uh, oh, just, it is not, which is very odd, very very odd considering it's loaded on that one at the minute and some of the games aren't in there it, it's uh just yeah it baffles me 
ultimate game of the year. So yeah, ultimate game of the year is where we're going to sort of end this focus. Is um, Assassin's Creed Origins? Guess what? Not out yet. Destiny Two barely out, and I don't know. Seeing a lot of people say the same thing that they said about the first Destiny, they finished playing it. At this yeah, point. I can't wait to run on this. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Dishonored Two, which again I think technically came out the year before, so but you know cut off points. But odd considering their cutoff points and what they are. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, fair enough. Uh, Monument Valley 2, okay. Um, Persona 5, understandable. Battlegrounds, again, the game is not finished. Should an early access game really be an ultimate game of the year thing? Resi 7, again, yeah, okay, good. It's a good game. Um, Super Mario Odyssey, again, hasn't come out. Breath of the Wild, which you would expect will probably win a few. And surprisingly, what remains of Vida Finch. But as we said, when you have things like uh, Monument Valley 2, which I understand, yes, it's a mobile game and it's a way of having a bit more variety in terms of what's in that category. But then you have it that and, say, Battlegrounds in place of something like Nier or Yakuza 0. Um, it seems very strange indeed because you know they are finished games that have been lauded all through the year. And yeah, not there. Over games that aren't out yet or aren't finished. So, Gary, weigh in. What what annoyed you the most about that bit? Uh, well, some of the stuff that you mentioned, games that aren't even out or are going to be out before the awards even start, um, getting nominated for things, and nobody's even played them yet. Um, near getting completely snuffed out for Assassin's Creed is absolute bullshit to me uh, for Game of the Year. Um, I can't believe that's even feasibly possible to do. Um, to put a game for game of the year that isn't out yet, but you're assuming is going to be fantastic, um, is bullshit to me. Um, Call of Duty World War II, another one, as the most wanted game, even though it's going to be out by the time the awards even happen. Um, when you have games like Dragon Quest XI, and you know dragon ball fighter shenmue 3 all these amazing games that are announced for next year god of war um well i think god of war is actually on there but like they're just not even mentioned like i think more people kingdom hearts 3 even not even nominated for most wanted game but call of duty is uh that's just ridiculous to me um the other thing that's really pissing me off there's like four awards for you know, the esports crap and then best streamer should be thrown into the most vile pits of hell that should not even be recognized as an award, in my it's opinion. Just, well, the streamer things, the other thing is like, even if you're not into that, the, the picks they've gone with are just very lazy. It's like, I suppose it is. Who, coming... who are the best streamers? The best streamers, um, I believe Mark Ply is amongst them. Um, oh, look at that. By accident, I actually went straight. Uh, Hannah Rutherford at Yogg's Cast, which is you know, Jack Scepter Guy. Mark Plyer, uh, Maximilian Dude, Polygon, which is hilarious considering most, <laughs> <laughs> when you consider uh, the two things they're most famous for in video form this year aren't for being shit at games. <laughs> it's, uh, I suppose it's entertainment. Uh, yeah. uh, Waypoint, which I would say they should, they probably should win because they're very good. They're informative. And What's Good Games, again, fairly new, but very good in terms of what they've got. But yeah, I would vote yeah. for none of those. Yeah, no PewDiePie. Strange that, isn't it? <laughs> so, oh, yeah, he doesn't really been streaming for long, and you know. 
Well, a streamer broadcaster, so you know it's. Uh, you know, oh, I thought it was just streamers. Okay, no, because yeah. Mar players on there as well because you know he yeah. does both. But uh, yeah, uh, absent. I can't think why. Well, uh, to be fair, he hasn't really streamed. He hasn't really done many games this year, anyway. So. Uh, Still, no, too busy. I'm trying to go around the sir, the, the reason because <laughs> you're trying to go around the reason. Yes, it's it's a very obvious reason, but it's just being sarcastic on about it. But yeah, um, just like, I'm looking at like the most wanted right now, just, just really quickly. Yeah, Beyond Good and Evil Two. Okay, want... that's probably not going to come out until 2020 if we're lucky. Um, Call of Duty, we already talked about. Okay, Death Stranding, that makes sense. Kojima and all that. Far Cry 5, really? Nobody has talked about Far Cry 5 since its announcement. That's because we're all waiting in bated breath for it. I can't Nobody wait. Cares about Far Cry 5. Don't want to spoil I don't care. Oh my god, then, no. You only care for the multiplayer, the co-op. Yeah, I do. The co-op, it looks amazing. I want more co-op games. Metroid Exodus? Very niche game, in my opinion. I don't see how that can top Kingdom Hearts 3 or Shenmue 3. Um, Metroid Prime 4, okay, people have been waiting for so long for that. Red Dead Redemption, see if these... All these make sense. Spider-Man, Star Wars is going to be out by the time the award show, I think, happens as well. Battlefront 2, Last of Us 2 makes sense. Like, But there's just so many other games they could have put in place of some of these other ones, but... I don't know, it's just, it's really weird to me the choices that they're putting in for a lot of these games. It really is. But... Yeah. Um, especially like you said the games that aren't even out yet should not be like this is my whole problem with announcing these kind of awards these awards should happen at the start of january when the year is over and all those games are already released and people yeah yeah they should not be happening in november with voting starting in september like how do you expect me to vote for mario odyssey for best nintendo game when i haven't even played it yet just vote for it because it's Mario. It yes, the they, most of it is down to, oh, this is the popular thing, vote for it. They're enticing people who don't really play many games into it because it's like, oh, yeah, here we go. This is the thing I've been playing. Hedgewide Battlegrounds, I think, gets in just because it's like, well, yeah, it's popular because if we don't include it, people will be mad. Because there's... Oh, we'll talk about that later too, I think. Because, uh, yeah. that's, Sorry uh, about that. No, Battleground should be nominated for Best Demo, and that's it. <laughs> the developer shouldn't be mentioned. The game should never be because it's never going to release. It's going to be an early access for the rest of its existence, like every game that that company has ever made. They can bitch and never vote, fully uh, released, and that's all that's going to be. Already stole but they could be updating it. So as we're talking about it, let's talk about that just a minute because that's what we're going to do, something a bit more freeform. Um, Yay! Yeah, Fortnite, of course... Uh, not long ago, sort of said they were doing a, a battle royale mode for their game, and and now they can't wait to play it. And they've announced it now. It's free. Well, you could play it now, Ben. You've got. I can. You've got Fortnite. Yeah. yeah. Anyone who's got the copy of the actual Fortnite game can play it now. Oh yeah. shit! I thought I had to wait till the twenty-six. No, I've been playing it for like a week. Uh, or so. Ah, oh, Ben. 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it is like the basic mode at the minute. They haven't got squad stuff and all that, so it's just like every man for himself mode at the minute. Um, yeah. yeah, so with that, it's good fun. They're actually going free to play with it, having it separate from the game, the Fortnite game, as well, which is you know impressive enough. Um, 
the dispute is come that apparently comes from the fact that you know epic it's the unreal engine that's being used for battlegrounds so they oh no that... but doesn't epic own epic unreal because they made it yes 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 oh no it... how dare they use their own engine for their own game that they're producing that's well, not... The, the stupid thing about there's two very very stupid things about it. probably more when I, I get around to it but uh stupid thing number one is the idea isn't original already it's like yeah you, hello h1z1s yes and let's be honest any last man standing move in any game ever yeah um because you know hello unreal tournaments i mean it's funny also that they didn't um have a moan at uh gta for pretty much doing the same thing the whole week even though gta kind of had that in a form ages ago um yeah the second thing is um fortnite's probably fortnite's mode is actually already more stable and more like a, a finished game <laughs> it's just... also remember that fortnite is in early access also yeah exactly and it's like why not you know it's like people are going to copy a, an idea on, on heat that's you don't Activision, as absurd as they can be, didn't sue every person who made a military shooter after 2007. So, oh look at Overwatch! Look how popular that became. Then look at all the Overwatch clones that came out. Yeah, and there they go. Oh, let's sue everyone for making a game with classes and and uh, captured the stuffs. Yeah, and Overwatch did did something that you you need to do when it comes to genres. It's like if you take something in a genre that's already well worn out and you put your own spin on it. And they did. They made a first person MOBA that, you know, with its with colourful, colourful characters that worked. It, they combined the casual with the, the hardcore, if you will, and it worked for them. Could so, call it cashcore. Cashcore, yeah. Cashcore. <laughs> cash, cash and carry. Um, well that's what they want you to do. <laughs> yeah. Plus the other thing is I would trust the opinion of them more had they ever made a finished game in their life, but they well, haven't. Did they finish? They never finished. Game so yeah, again, also a company that have basically leached off of other people's work to make their games. We might add, um, because Daisy was of course a mod for Armor, which is uh, a military shooter on the PC. So again, they couldn't have made their game, or or ever got around to making Battlegrounds had they not done that. Yeah. So it's. Very uh, silly, and I, I honestly hope God, if they do go through with trying to sue Ep- um, Epic, that Epic just roast them alive for it because it just sounds greedy. Did they also steal? Uh, wouldn't didn't they make an RPG and then stole most of it from another game? I can't remember. If I, I don't know. That. That. I I can't say for sure if that's the case, so I'm I'm not going to comment on that one. I think I read about that earlier. Yeah. Um. Anyone else have anything to say about that before we go back to uh, what we were talking about? I'm going to have to re-download Fortnite now. <laughs> no, the creator, the creator of Player Unknown's Battleground then has literally never finished a single game. Wow. The publisher, Blue uh, Hole, has. They did Terra, the MMO Terra, if you've heard of that one. Oh, I've played that. I enjoyed it. Yeah, the creator of this game hasn't released a full game. He announced DayZ for the PS4 and Xbox One Four years ago, pretty much, and nobody has seen a single <laughs> yeah. picture of it since. I wrote the H1Z one, which at the time when it was uh, first announced was going to be on PS4 and PC exclusively. Of course, Sony dropped the studio and uh, 
they said, oh, well, now we've got to do multiplat, and nothing ever happened. <laughs> so it's like, it's almost yeah. like these games aren't good enough to pass certain standards at times. Oh my god, standards! How dare they have them? Yes. Which, you know, when Life of Black Tiger gets on the store, you, you kind of hope that your uh, game <laughs> should be able to get on the store. I mean, it's no Planet 2000. It's no Ark, which is, uh, I mean, yeah, just fine with that one if it, if it doesn't come to playstation great at this point and i fortnite's version is quite fun different oh and also you know it doesn't have vehicles in it but it does have building that you have yeah. in the main game which uh, you know battlegrounds doesn't have so it's already made its own spin it's already got the minecraft elements yes it's, it's like yeah it's like two things it's stealing from <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know, I feel sorry for people who can fly who are um, behind most of Fortnite uh, because, of course, they got mired in all the gearbox controversy with Bulletstorm, and now they've got this with the Battlegrounds. It's just... Yeah, atta yeah, attacking another company so blatantly is one of the worst PR moves that they could have made. It's almost like it's people who don't come from the games industry background being pitching a fit. It's, yeah, guess what games is? It's people taking ideas that already exist and putting it into their games. Well, That's how that. grow. TV, movies. Exactly. Books. Yeah, everything. Everything copies something else. To, to you think your game was the first one to let you customize your character? Why don't people really? complain? Oh my god, I've never heard of that before. That's a new feature that no one's ever thought of. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I hope they patch it into Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's, it's just ego at this point yeah they're they they blew up by exploiting people's own stupidity of oh i'm gonna buy another early access game that's never gonna be out because other people are playing it and their word of mouth is pretty much how this game's and now they've got a bajillion players they have 10 million concurrent players and they're all playing a broken half-assed game and they're calling it the game of the decade and it's not even a real full game. Well, yeah, because the counterpoint to that is... So you said it's not even their final form? No. And it never will be. <laughs> it never will be. <laughs> I mean, they can say, oh, well, the potential is there. Well, this is, it's like, this is the same people that would say that and probably made Ark successful. And that game's, I'm, gonna, I'm doing air quotes here, is finished. But uh, you wouldn't know it. You really would not know it. It's... Horrible, horrible, janky, broken, shitty mess. And yet, apparently, people find it amazing. I, I do not understand it. I've tried repeatedly. Yeah, I've got friends that play it on a private server. They really enjoy it. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's even the server stuff. It's just so... Uh, seeing it in motion alone is just like, what, what's the appeal here? But I, I can get by with jank and problems and stuff. Well, they've got a bot which adds provisions, so they've got, he's a barber. And yeah, I don't know. It just seems like Second Life with dinosaurs to me. It's... See, that sounds amazing to me, but Ark isn't. But yeah, no need for it. I think. Anyway, um, <laughs> shall we move on to something else? Um, no, Ark is worse than their bite. It'll be great if they try to sue Epic, and Epic's like, "Oh, we're just gonna take the Unreal Engine from you, and your game is gonna die." Go yeah. try to make it in Unity. Have fun with that. Oh, God. Could you imagine how buggy it would get? 
and then everybody will attack Epic for it because everybody hates the the big corporation. The little man must win, even though the little man, in this case, in my opinion, is full of fucking shit. Well, at this point, because they're at the point where they're very popular and they've made lots and lots of money, they are the you know the worm is turning on that one, and uh, there are people that are pretty much saying, yeah, fuck them if they're going to behave like that. It's, yeah, no, uh, the, the, the smartest person uh, indie wise that I've ever seen is the guy who made Minecraft. He's like, oh shit, I made a shit ton of money. I'm just going to sell it and go live my life. <laughs> you 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 may want to speak. Yeah, it, he was. That was all fine and dandy until he became a very, very racist, misogynistic asshole. Um, but yeah, apparently that's what having lots and lots of money and being alone does to you. Apparently it uh, makes you go on Twitter and say lots of things that people don't like. Oh, God, thank God I'm poor. But the thing is, it doesn't matter to him now because he's just a regular dude who's doing nothing. Uh, he's, re- he's a regular dude living in a mansion that rap stars can't afford. Exactly. <laughs> And that's all I'm saying is, I'm sorry, but well, yeah, I know the way he acts is just it, it does tarnish the fact that you made this wonderful, wonderful thing that inspires millions of people, and yeah, you are being a fucking d bag. It's like yeah, it shows you you kind of have to separate the content from the creator sometimes because otherwise you'd just be sad and never play anything. Anyway, yes. And da, da, da. Tim, have you died? Because I haven't heard you in ages. No, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. cool. Um, so going back to the the older uh, Golden Joystick Awards stuff, was there anything you wanted to chime in with? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I mean, if I'm going to say anything, it's going to be kind of universal in that use your vote. Just sway where it needs to go, and let's just hope that it never nothing's gerrymandered. <laughs> oh, that's stinging. That's stinging good. I like that. Right, Ben, what about you? I've said all my words I need to say about this. Good. We've said the words. Um, I would say that uh, there are many words. Don't vote for anything that's better, dear. Yeah, and wherever you can, what remains of Edith Finch? And near, both near for everything. Sure, though I don't. It's two very different storytelling methods, but uh, I can't even say it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, both both, one, both and try and get a tie. Yeah, both one of those. Um, Just don't both anything better. Let's move on to some more good news. Um, Square Enix uh, focusing on multiplayer over single player games in the future. I thought you said good news. <laughs> I was, of course, using the universal language of sarcasm. Um, Square Enix's uh, annual report, blah, blah, blah. They had uh, lots of patting on the back and all that nonsense. And, of course, making sure that everyone knew that Final Fantasy XV did very, very well financially, as did uh, Nier Automata, which uh, went up to 2 million sales, we found already. which shows you that word of mouth can still set a game. Um, but, yes, they, the future... Them maybe veering in a different direction. Uh, they might be going more online orientated, which uh, for a company that does do a lot of single player stuff is a bit sad to hear. So, yeah, games as service is very much a thing in the minute, and uh, they say it's a concept that is often mentioned recently in HD game contexts. Uh, one of the days in which single player games were primary status and multiplayer games secondary. 
lately multiplayer games have taken the lead and it's standard for games to be designed for long-term play uh, or basically trying to drag all your money out of you in many cases. Uh, the terms multiplayer and games of service themselves have existed for some time but they are now being used in reference to game designs that place a strong emphasis on longer-term engagement. Um, we will also endeavour to develop games designed not to be played once after launch, but, but uh, customers can enjoy more and play longer. In, doing so, in so doing, we will increase customer satisfaction and enhance the lifetime value of the games themselves. And that's how you get control of consumer wallets. Yeah, and I don't know. It's, it's sad to, to think, I mean, we could go on about it so much, you know, in terms of that approach and stuff like loot boxes, and you've only seen this week with NBA 2K18 and the whole virtual currency Give stuff. us money so you can buy a haircut that you can't see until you buy the haircut. Give a... That's no like the money. one thing they could have done incorrectly to give NBA Live a chance. And yeah. it's huge. Stupid. That game has been flawless for almost a decade. Guys, my recording stopped. Tim's still going? Yeah. Good. Okay. We're recording still going. That's right. Ben's just stopped, so we're just making sure we've got a backup. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay for planning ahead. And doing Yay, good. I knew this would happen. <laughs> and now Tim's goes. Um, <gasps> so, yeah, it, it's... You can see where they're coming from with that, but considering how long they take to get single-player games out... Um, yeah, maybe, maybe that's a good move for them. Um, I think, we'll, despite them saying that, they will still have games that you know, have that appeal, where they'll, uh, stuff like Nier will still happen, uh, and they're not, not going to do Final Fantasy again. You know, it's a, Well, they might not. They might just re-release everything else again, but uh, as they did this week. And, yeah, you make it the Capcom method of um, we've got nothing new we can put out single player so let's uh, give you the old stuff again um, which you know fine for some stuff um, but just at a point where Square are looking like they've got the last few years they've had a good few different things diverse things out in terms of single player stuff it would be a shame if they completely ignored that um, Tim anything to say on the matter mm. Mm. This is this is insightful. I, I like this too. <laughs> <laughs> mm. The quality of game is going to go down, so uh, we oh, can enjoy yeah. that. That'll be fun. I mean, that's why we're here, right? So we can just funnel money into them and not enjoy what we're playing. Perfect. Good job, Square. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Assholes. I mean, <laughs> I mean. I they're going to be stumped though in years to come when they're like hang on we can't re-release this online Final Fantasy it's not working right we, got, we can't re-release this Final Fantasy we're, we're going to go bankrupt we can't make money off it again so, I can see Final Fantasy 13 online coming soon <laughs> yeah they'll just go back and re-adapt every Final Fantasy for online play <laughs> it's just oh god yeah I could actually see that that's the scary scary thing um not to say that Square is uh, devoid of um, inspiration as a Capcom can be in terms of uh, what they do with this stuff, but still. A worrying trend, but hey, you know. I don't know if I can get too mad, though, because they have affiliating publishers that are dedicated to single-player games. Sure. And I don't know if they 
are all a part of this multiplayer prerogative. And if they're not, it's a different story. But if they are... Well, just thinking back to the last generation where um, they would just implement multiplayer modes for the sake of online passes, does that not just tell you that, yeah, if they wanted to, they could make those studios just fork in the multiplayer stuff and as much as possible, just for the sake of it? I mean, Tomb Raider, the, the reboot, was a good example of that. Where, like, okay, it's there, it's all right, but I don't see the need for it at all beyond the fact that, yeah, it was, it was that era of doing that. Um, Dead Space 2 as well, just baffling, that, that online component. But anyway, so, yeah, if it makes money, they'll, they'll fork it in there. Very much as we said, you know, you wouldn't think micro microtransactions would work their way into single player games, but uh, like they have. But uh, yeah, there we are. Next month we'll have that very much happening. So, yeah, um, Ben, what's about you? Uh, as long as they don't screw up these games, it'd be interesting to see a, a online co op. Basically, I want to see how they do with Comrades next month. Oh, yeah. It comes out Halloween, doesn't it? Yeah, the Final Fantasy XV uh, multiplayer co op expansion. Do you think um, Final Fantasy XIV had a big say in this as well? Because it's obviously got more successful. I don't think so, because Eleven was really successful, you know. And they did suddenly go, oh, let's make all the games online. Sure, but you know, in the sense of like, you know, we're in a different market now, there's more people doing online games and in, in, in online games. So. And I don't think so, to be honest. But... Would you say it's more of a player online front? And they're saying, hey, they can do that. That game's not even done. We can do it. We finish games. <laughs> Sometimes, eventually, in 10 years' like, time. I mean, we finish them, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, they may take... Well, we finish them, and then we... Well, I don't know. Look at Fantasy 15. That could be early access for each... Or de- right. de- each... <laughs> it is, yeah. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. Oh yeah, we're finished Fantasy 15. Oh, by the way, the story will be next month, then more next month after that. Oh yeah, we'll be adding more story in 2018. Please be excited. Please be excited. <laughs> I respect that last piece of DLC. It'd just be the twist reveal at the end. It's like, it was never Final Fantasy 15. It was Versus 13 all along. See, look. Oh my god, the twists. <laughs> all the verses. Lightning turns up in Florian telling them oh. not just they got to go back. Didn't Final Fantasy thirteen two have when you beat the ending it just says to be continued in the DLC? Did it? I don't know. I don't I'm sure I mean, it did. It did get continued. Let's very next text me to confirm it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gary, what about you? Oh man. Well, uh <laughs> I think this is terrible news for IDOS Interactive. Um and I think they're the ones that are going to be the multiplayer heavy focused companies going in Crystal Dynamics and everybody else that's part of IDOS the guys who made Deus Ex, Human Revolution and Mankind Divided those are the guys that are going to be doing multiplayer games um, or the multiplayer aspects of games um, well, uh, just remember Mankind Divided's uh, shoehorned in mode yes yeah, yeah. because I think Score Enix the thing about Square Enix to me and how what I've noticed with them every time that they're doing financially well they do something to screw themselves over completely 
Sure, it's the EA, EA effect, I call it. It's uh, every time you get people on your side, you go and reveal your true plan. And, yeah, uh, they did it in the 90s when they decided to do the Final Fantasy Spirits Within movie, and it almost bankrupted them. Then they went again and they did it with um, Final Fantasy 14, which almost bankrupted them until they decided to completely revamp that game, which saved them after that. They again almost went bankrupt uh, before they bought IDOS Interactive. It's a good thing they bought them because they even said it themselves if it wasn't for IDOS Interactive, we would not have made any money this year at all. Yeah, but we're going to be disappointed in every single one of your game sales. <laughs> exactly. Even though they're the ones that bailed them out. Yeah. Um, and definitely and, for a lesser cost than the ones that they do go on about being successful. That's for sure. Yeah, and, and that's, that's the sad thing for me is I don't think if the next Tomb Raider, if it's even going to happen, because we know Crystal Dynamics is working on the Avengers game, which obviously is going to be very multiplayer heavy, co-op-wise at least. Um, I think Namewise has been dropped, though, hasn't it? They've um, mentioned uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider quite a lot as being a thing, so it, I reckon there must be something going there. But whether it's now going to be a single-player game or not is mm. the big at this point. <laughs> uh, or which team is even doing it. Uh, from Crystal Dynamics because they're not a massive studio. You know, they, they don't have like 600 employees that can they can just split up to do two different games. Um, but for me, like, I don't really want the multiplayer. I don't want my Final Fantasy to have multiplayer. I really don't. Um, I don't want the next Dragon... Like, they've even proven how it's failed. They released Dragon Quest, what was it, 9 or 10 on the DS as a multiplayer game? And it was successful in Japan to a point, but it was a complete failure. Exactly. <laughs> and and so was the their Wii MMO was not successful at all. Um, it's just really hard for me to to get behind Square's decision to do this when so many other Japanese companies have failed to do it. Um, Capcom has failed by going multiplayer heavy. Um, we saw how abysmal Street Fighter V sales were um, and still are uh, unfortunately because they shot themselves in the foot with that game uh, trying to get it out so the tournaments can, can hold it um, uh, what's, Konami is in the same boat well Konami's done a lot of bad shit and they focused on a lot of multiplayer so you got Metal Gear Survive now coming out which has gotten some good positive press <laughs> But it's gotten good positive press, but the, the loyal fan bases of that franchise are going to destroy it. It doesn't matter how good that game is. I um, think we've learned anything in the last few years that it's like, you can fuck with anything and there will be a bunch of people that will say, hey, no, it's honest, it's fine, it's good. Because, you know, they want to be contrary. It's <laughs> literally it. Um, not, you know, notwithstanding the fact that, you know, Microsoft 5 as an engine and a game is very good. You, know, it's, uh, you say what you want about the story and that, but uh, yeah, mechanically it's a very good game. And you can, see, you can see why it would work, especially given the, um, the likes of Battlegrounds out there now with that sort of thing. It's like a game in an open world where you've got that level of skill to move around like that could work well like that. It's it's taking a Fortnite-esque approach to it, so 
Yeah, I could see it being a good game. It's just it's a shame that it has to be a Metal Gear game, you know. Yeah. It's 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 just really hard for me to imagine a lot of my favorite Square franchises being multiplayer games, um, oh. or having a multiplayer aspect like. 15, when you look at 15, you can see the multiplayer aspect in it. Um, but like so many people here, I think we all assumed that when the multiplayer came, it was just going to be co-op where you get to play as Gladios and Ignis and those guys as co-op through the story mode. And then we found out it's its own separate thing and you make your own character and all that. And I'm sure I wasn't the only one who was disappointed. Ben probably was happy about that. He loves that stuff. Yeah, I can't wait. I really enjoyed the beta. The only thing they got fixed is the matchmaking because it was broken as hell. But yeah, yeah I really can't wait for the. Uh, well, that and the fact that you couldn't even do anything unless you had a party of four. Like, you couldn't even just go out and explore and try to do something. You could. It didn't let me. It said I had to have four people. Uh, I, I had, I had saying, two people and two AI. I, I kept getting told my party's not full and I couldn't do anything. That's weird. Yeah. But I had the problem with actually getting my play set up because you had like 20 seconds before the matchmaking ended. <laughs> it's like, oh, you want a matchmaker? Okay, done. Oh, it's over. Oh, well, okay then. Yay. Well, um, while we're on the news of Square, by the way, um, also out this week was the uh, Tomb Raider movie trailer, um, which featured a giraffe neck, uh, Alicia Vikander. But, uh, I they... saw the fact they had no Angelina Jolie and I turned it off. Um, I was gonna say, so you didn't watch it. Did anyone else watch that trailer? Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, so you didn't enjoy it then, <laughs> say the least. I heard it's just a game. Pretty much, yeah. It's that, but you're not playing, so yeah. To, to me, uh, for, I don't think she makes a good Laura Croft. I really don't. Um, whether I can say who would be better, uh, I really can't. But to me, she just didn't look like she fit the role well. Um, from the trailer, I don't like the fact that she was an uber badass in the entire trailer. Um, instead of her, technically, this is supposed to be the origin story of her and how she became, you know, the legendary Laura Croft. But yet she's in the trailer, she's running around doing all this crazy acrobatic shit. And I'm like, you learned all this and through these circumstances, like, it just, to me, it just looked like a generic action. The trailer did. Yeah, as I said, it's, it's the Tomb Raider game with no interactivity beyond looking at it. And when it's something that's sub uncharted in that regard, then yeah, you, it's not going to be very exciting. Like she's running and she's like shooting the bow and arrow, like it's nothing to her. And I'm like, do you know how hard it is to run and shoot a bow and arrow when you've never done it before? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, it, it to me, it was just. Yeah, um, I'm not too excited for it. Did you um, see it, Tim? No. Uh, damn it, Tim. We're going to have to find something you can talk about. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you sound down, Tim. We want you to be happy. Come on, be happy. Be I happy don't know what that us. is in 2017. All right, well, uh, as happy as you can be in <laughs> 2017. Oh. <laughs> oh. Just, oh. Just get off your fantasy league. Get off the news. You're telling me to get off a lot. Maybe that's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that should make you happy, if anything. It's, uh, 
Yeah. Go watch Batman the Animated Series. That always makes me happy. Actually, I should go watch Batman Mask of the Phantasm because that movie's the best. Yes, it is. Thank you. Oh, my yes. God. Good aside. But... All right, let's, let's uh, shifty-shifty then into what we've been playing. I know there's a whole bunch of stuff, but we're going on and on. So, um, Tim, go on. Do that. You, you can do that. Talk about what you've been playing. Well, apart from Destiny... I've dabbled a little bit in XCOM 2, and this is actually something I wanted to ask you about. I I came across this similar sort of wall when I played the first one, and I never kind of got around it. Um, so my question for you mm-hmm. is, is the beginning naturally dull? Yeah, I suppose it can be. It's um, everything's building up to something, and then you start you know, researching certain things and getting certain ways. And it depends on what difficulty you're playing it on. Normal. Normal. Eh, you may want to change it up. I am putting Iron Man mode on might help too, because then you know, your soldiers are lost, lost. You can't save scrub uh, on that, and. Uh, yeah. Oh wait, they're not it, gone. I've had two people die. They're not gone. Oh no, you you can always go back and like redo save in a normal game and like oh if they die I'll go back and change what happened. Oh, like, the, that, that's my initial runs of any new XCOM are pretty much that. It's like I'll do that so that I can just learn from my mistakes a little, and then the next time around I do it, I'll go a higher difficulty and I'll do Iron Man mode, which like I said just stops you from saving the game. So when people are dead, they're dead, 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 dead. Um, yeah, I think War of the Chosen very much helps uh, change that up into, because it just adds so much more variety in terms of what you do in the early hours of the game. I mean, like, in what would be a normal campaign, you'd be nearly finished and nearly at the end game. You're barely half a quarter, I'd say, even through the, that because there's so much extra stuff going on and you're just getting... To, pulled this way and that um, yeah I, I don't know maybe it's personal on, on your front on that one but uh, I don't know I always enjoy it I always the first hour I don't enjoy because it's the whole waffle waffle talk about this let's do that blah 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 but when, which is doubly annoying when you know what you're doing at the beginning every time when you're restarting and that's kind of uh, where I'm at because a lot of this is now like well, you need to be you need to go to the Bridge. You need to go to engineering. You need to go here, and then they. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's early game thing, stuff. And... Sadly, it never disappears, no matter how many times you play it. I mean, you you can tone it down, not have to do like the tutorial mission. The same way they they replace that with like a box standard. His four soldiers do this, um, set a bomb. That's it. And go by, and it's piss easy. But um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like. As it goes on, new enemies get introduced, new threats, uh, new research possibilities as a result of that. And yeah, it, it does get spicier. Um, plus, yeah, once you've done that and you've started growing tired of that as a whole, you've, going, you've got the DLCs you can add to make that different again, and again, War of the Chosen, which just revamps it completely. But yeah, it is the first hour or so is, I find it's very, you know, okay, come on, I want to get the good stuff. I want to get my soldiers up and run in with some good gadgets and take on the good monsters. 
Okay. Yeah. But it's yeah. It is what it is. Anything else on XCOM? Um I don't the you know, I played the first one and everything is very like top down and kinda isometric you know. yeah. Yeah, and I'm kinda liking the just the standard like cinematic effect of when you do things. It kinda makes them feel more visceral. Uh at the same time I'm astounded because I've had a couple of times now where I just got super aggressive on an alien and I went like they were there's a fence right in the middle of this road and they're on one side of the fence I mosey up on the other side of the fence and I'm pointing the character's pointing its gun directly at this alien and it's telling me I'm at 72% of chance to hit him uh, yeah like it's basically execution style and I don't know how 72% gets in there yeah, there's like a weird hidden map under that as well, which, especially depending on what difficulty you play on as well, makes that either like very inaccurate or, or scarily too accurate. It's like, so you know, on higher difficulties, you might have like a 98% chance to shoot someone, but yeah, still miss because you have that 2% chance to miss. I don't, it's, it may say 72, but it doesn't always mean 72, but yeah, you still have that annoying chance to miss stuff. It's odd, mm. but it's also kind of. It's the game's way, I think, of like gamifying certain parts of it to make you enjoy it more and frustrated more at certain parts to add to the drama. It's like when you take a shot where you've got no other choice and it's like 38% or something, oh, Christ, I have to hope this hits, and it hits. And you're like, fucking yeah. And it'll turn out, especially on the lower difficulties, that it's just the computer saying it's 38 for dramatic effect. And then knowing that you'll probably take the shot and it would be a bit more generous they're, they're off with that it's, it is a, a common thing with XCOM the joke is that you know every you know, 100% of things in life are certain except uh, a shot in XCOM it's uh, yeah good stuff though otherwise I guarantee you there is good stuff in there mm. okay but other than that you've been playing the Destiny yeah not much else. Much else. Not much else. All right then. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. Gary, what have you been playing? I can't talk about any of it. <laughs> this is going well. How have we managed to stretch this podcast out so far? My voice is <laughs> um, I Well, I guess I, I played some Titanfall 2. Um, I still really love that, the multiplayer in that game. It's just so much fun. So it much is. Fun. And it gets so much better. Like all I've been playing recently is the is the is the horde mode, um, yeah, whatever that mode is called. And it's it's so much more fun because it will it introduces a completely new leveling system, um, and different types of perks and stuff that you can use. Uh, I just love it. I really do. And I I really do hope there's going to be a third Titanfall because if there's not EA, I'm never going to buy another EA game. I don't care. <laughs> Um, because like from them to go from what they did with Titanfall One and completely revamp and reintroduce so many people to the franchise in the second one is just astonishing to me. And they did a fantastic job. Um, they really did. It's just again, still just surprises me how good it is and just how you can just jump back into it and le- re- and pick it up properly very quickly. It is just. 
amazing. And yet, I think that horde mode is made better because you have that freedom of movement as well. And it just means that you don't have to just fight and duck behind things. You can just like jump and run around the level and just you know, the grappling hook stuff. And oh, so many good things. So many good things about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, other than that, I uh, haven't really played anything I can talk about. Um, I did get to listen to Nolan North talk about stuff, but now he yeah, you went to a Comic Con, didn't you? Yes, and he was there, and it was awesome. Um, that dude is funny. That's a funny guy. Um, the way, yeah, he's 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 one of those guys that you kind of want to be friends with but you might think that it's too much to handle the way he, he acts and things but very cool guy very nice guy very humble guy um but yeah got to meet him it was nice cool cool yeah. cool ben what you been playing i've been playing the destiny 2s destiny 2s what ex- that- exclusively or mostly yeah Wow. Final Fantasy 14 oh, yeah, for the raids, but be still my beating heart, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get a week I, where you aren't playing it. <laughs> I, I really want to know what would happen to Ben if they like announced the shutting down of the servers. Oh, Final Fantasy shut 14. down me. <laughs> ben, we, we just will stop hearing from Ben for years. <laughs> anyway, I'd like to make a complaint about the Destiny 2s. Oh, yes, we like complaints. Now that I've reached Endgame. I realised that the end game is way too casual than Destiny One was. Really, a lot more casual. That's saying. <clears throat> Once you start, because the gear, people said the fact that it's nice that gear doesn't have RNG perks, that all the guns have the same perks no matter how many to, when you get it, all the stats are the same. But now they've got end game, it's kind of boring because once you've got the same armor, what's do you? you it will drop a bajillion more times and you have no reason but to shard it. And shards right now aren't really used for anything. So, um, yeah, right now, it's just, endgame seems very shallow. And once you get to 305, you're capped and you've got to wait until the expansion, really, because there's no way to improve it. And Well, I guess when the prestige raid comes out, but we've got to wait until then to see if it's even worth it, you know, fun-wise. Yeah, they can throw as much hard raids if they want if it's not going to be fun. But we've got to wait until then to find out. Which is annoying because it's still not out yet. Not until middle of October or whatever. Which is already capped. Yeah. What's up, Gary? I was going to say, I feel so happy that I wasn't pressured into buying this one. Because it's, 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 it's still a really good game. It's just that they needed to do less. You know, need to do more in-game. Which they yeah. promised was going to be there, and from what yeah. it sounds, there's even less than there was in the first game. Yeah, you can. The problem is they've added so many things like the um, nightfalls, raids, all those give powerful engrams. But once you reach that certain level, you can just transfer the weapons over to other characters and boost them up. I literally, I made a hunter at this week, and I've got him up to 290 power level already, and I've only played him for about six hours. The cap is 305. What so, about what about the competitive stuff? How's that? That's fun, but the problem is there's nothing really. There's only quick play and competitive mode. You can't pick the mode you want to play. 
You can't pick what you're going to do. You can't do private matching yet, but it looks like they'll be adding it soon. And there's no actual level for competitive. Yeah, there's an actual separate level, yeah, like a leaderboard or anything like that for the competitive. And because they want to make everyone feel like special snowflakes and uh, show you that you are the best, even though you're not good at all like me, there is no assists anymore. There's just kills and deaths. So even if you assist someone, it counts as your kill. So you can get one bullet into someone, and then you're like, yeah, I killed them. Yay. Look at my 28.0 DK death ratio. Even though That's I didn't scary. do anything, but kill snowflake to the destiny. <laughs> so, so yeah. Much, it's just as disappointing as the first one. Which is a shame because they made the first one really good with the you know, the yeah DLC and expansions. If they just evolved from that instead of going backwards, then it, this would have been a very special game. This would have been their Assassin's Ass Creed to their two to their Ass Creed ones. Like, does it does it piss you off that there's an expansion coming so soon after the release? It Rather does a bit. DLC or free updates to the game that expand it like it's well, we're, we, less we, than a month and there's already an expansion that's going to cost you what 15 20 dollars not till december osiris yeah the osiris is december oh i know it's coming out in october no pc version is october osiris isn't until mid december so do they have any content planned before that uh you've got faction rally starting next week where you can Pick one of the three factions, and then you can work to make them. It's a, like a public event, basically. As you win content with your faction badge on, the one that wins gets a prize at the end. And if you're not in the winning one, you can still get the prize, but it costs you more than if you actually were in the faction that won. Um, that'll start next Tuesday, and my guess is they'll do something like they did for Halloween, where you got like a special sparrow and like loads of different masks. Because they do events for like big events, yeah, Halloween, summer, Christmas. All those are free-ish. Free-ish. <laughs> Basically, yeah. it's the microtransactions where you can earn it, but you can also spend money to try and earn it as well if you want. So you could do it for free. Try and earn it? <laughs> what? You don't well, even get it you spend real money? No, because you can do quests to earn it. So what's the point of paying money? If you want to just do it, yeah, just want to get it right away. The oh, same okay. reason why people that complained about um, the just, yeah the bright engrams with the uh, when it came out, oh you can spend money and get armor for freeze, even though it's shit armor and nobody really wants it. Yeah, but you can spend money and do it. But the thing is though, if you play the game anyway, you can earn those paid engrams for free. Every time you level up past twenty, you get one for free. And you can get a limited amount. And every week it gives you bonus amount of XP to get free for a week. And that's per character as well. So if you've got three characters, you can get nine for free. Plus, you can just keep getting them if you level up anyway. It's just that those nine are easier to get. But no, so you can spend three pounds and get five of them. However. <laughs> but yeah, I... I Endgame is the issue right now. Until they fix the endgame, I'm going to level up my Warlock because I want the trophies. But really, once you reach 290, you, there's not much you need to... You, you don't need to go any higher than that right now. 
That's just sad. That's so sad to me. Like, it's like they're doing everything they possibly can to not make it like an MMO. Yeah. And it's killing the game. That's what's killing it. So they've got rid of a lot of the RPG-ness of the game. As I said before, yes, it was annoying that you had random stats on the weapons, but at the same time, it felt really good when you've got a weapon, the same weapon, but it has the two perks that you really wanted on it. You think, oh my god, this is much better than the one I had. I shall use this one. Instead, oh, this is the weapon already had those perks of rubbish. I'll break it. There we go, done. And then you go, because you get uh, gunsmith weapon parts for that, and then you hand in those weapon parts, you get the engram, and then you get the same weapon again, you just break it again. A cycle of just, oh, I've got a weapon, okay, throw it in the trash can. <laughs> and they've also increased the amount of uh, drop exotic weapons, which is the rare, super, super overpowered weapons. And again, those used to be incredibly rare. You might get one per week, maybe. But I've had times where I've got two or three per day in a couple of, you know, space of a few, like, hours. And that makes them less enjoyable in a way because they've gone from being, oh, oh my God, what's this? What have I got? To, oh, yay. What are these again? I wonder what I got. Oh, it's the same thing as before. I guess I'll just trash this. Trash this rare exotic engram that is supposed to be rare and exotic and rare. <laughs> I, oh, I don't know. Tim, is this, is, do you feel the same? Of what Ben is saying? Eh, I mean, for the most part, it's... I've gotten a lot of exotics multiple times. And... Initially, it was very exciting to get an exotic engram, like the rarest one, right? And yeah. it was so cool. Like, I'd, be, like, I'd want to stop everything I was doing. Yeah. Just to go and open it. Um, but once I... Oh, man, I think I got the same... Uh, I got the same helmet, like, three times in a row. and Not in a row, but felt like it. Uh, and, man, like, now I, I get engrams. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll see what I get later. I mean, it doesn't help that I'm, like, 291, so anything I get is going to yeah. be just a, a meager upgrade anyway. So, I'd also like to complain about the raid quickly as well. Don't make encounters in the raid and then have a chest at the end where all you get is tokens and your friends get a weapon or armor and you get tokens. It is really annoying. I, I finally beat the raid this week. I did beat it last week. I, we had trouble beating the final one of the bosses. But I beat it this week. I had 74 tokens. And I ended up with the same assault rifle three times. What made it worse was each one of the assault rifles was weaker than the first one. That's amazing. I got a 299 assault rifle, and then I got a 294 one, and then I got a 293 one. I'm like, yay, worse. And also got shoulder pads that look like the sofas for some reason. <laughs> I'm seriously, you know those little round sofas you see in, like little stores it looks like that where my arm pads are it's it's quite unique and horrible and I don't like it burn it with fire because it's <laughs> a sofa um, but yeah so but it's like oh I, we beat the raid boss I got a token I got a token I got a, I got a pulse rifle and rocket launcher and armor lucky yay I guess but I got tokens yay 
<laughs> Even though we all did the same mechanic and spent the entire time doing the same fight. And you spent four hours doing the raid. Yeah, I, I got I got tokens and you got a weapon. Oh, yes. And you need 20 tokens for an engram as well, so... Can, can I also just say, any raid that takes more than an hour should not be in any video game. I'm sorry. To be fair, though, once we start getting better at it, then it will take less time. It's just that what? people didn't know the mechanics. What, four to six hours it takes people to beat this raid? Four to six hours? Dude, raids in WoW were like ten hours. That's stupid. This should never happen. But then some people beat it with four men at, in 20 minutes, so... Oh, that, that's a no-no, man. That's an absolute no-no. Plus, at least it saves, though, Gary. Each time you do, uh, each time you beat a room, it saves where you are, so you can come back another time. Well, that's good. You don't have to do it for hours straight on. You can just say, oh, we'll beat this boss, we'll stop him, come back tomorrow. But then if somebody from your squad can't come back, then what happens? Then you're screwed. Recruit somebody else. Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday? This is the time raid? Yeah, the uh, reset, Tuesdays. Oh, man. You can bring in some other person. It doesn't have to be the same group. Yeah. Bring anyone you want. I feel sad right now. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Said most people listening. Never. That's, no. what, are yeah. these, what are these nines and nine point fives I'm seeing on our Discord? That should not be happening. Well, the, the raid wasn't even out then, so. <laughs> Which is even worse. Well, no, it's understandable because they didn't want people to rush too much. But then people did anyway. Well, what's the point when you have no content? You can't really yeah. complain about rushing when there's no content. How can you want people not to do that when last time you know that's what people did? Yeah, people do it all the time. For like, for like supposedly such a smart business savvy company or money grabbing, whatever you want to call it, that it's a very stupid move if they thought that. I, I honestly don't think that's probably what they thought. To be honest, I think it's more along the lines of, well, we'll shit them for as long as we can. It's like we'll, we'll make, we'll cut it up, give them more bits, just as they're out of stuff to do. Uh, but no, the prestige raid should be out in a few weeks. I still need to do prestige nightfall, but then once I do that, I can get platinum. Yay! The easiest platinum for Destiny ever, unlike the previous one where you had to beat the entire raid with anyone dying. No, that was a hard trophy. That's a test of friendship, that one. Sure. Yeah. I still did it. Call yourself, man. <laughs> What's that? What? Climb myself and be all six players. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. Nothing will stop you. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but the PvP, yeah. Another issue I have with the PvP is very squad-based. Unlike before, where you could have a little bit of fun and you know, run around. Now, if you're not together, hug hugging each other's butts, you're gonna die. There's a game. There's a game hugging each other's butts. <laughs> From the players that pug, hugging butts. Claire, hey, I shall be quiet. This has been like the most depressing podcast that we've ever been on. Oh, what's wrong with everyone's back? It's winter and we're depressed. It has actually taken the enthusiasm out of me to talk about what I've been playing. It's like. And it's literally like two games that I can mention as well. It's okay, I shall be announcing some giveaways to cheer us up. 
Yeah. Why are Sammy the people listening? <laughs> so Not us, because none of you can win it. Some kind of reward for going through this. <laughs> um, oh, you know what? One thing that didn't get talked about that I can talk about, actually, I almost forgot it. Oh, Final yeah, Fantasy. I'm playing Fantasy IX right now. Yeah, same here. I was talking about that. Final Fantasy IX, first time I played it in over 15 years. So. Oh, yeah, I'm cheating right now with it. Yeah, I'm I'm using a bit of that, but then I think that's probably what I'm going to write up about it the most is just having a nostalgia trip like that with modern conveniences like that. Or, you know, it's like just to make it easier so you can just remember the good bits a bit quicker. And I, think well, I like to grind bit... my levels up so I'm grinding with the speed of. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice touch. It's a nice touch to have those modes in it. Do you know what? It's it looks quite good considering. Yeah. You know, it's like I think they've spruced it up nicely, and it's still quite a fun game and a funny game. It's like it to me personally. You know, I, I'm not the the biggest Final Fantasy fan in the world, but this is nine you know, is the best. Nine is my second favorite personally, behind eight. So, but uh, yeah, it's, it's just, about happy things, not. Depressing things. Yeah, what? Uh, Final is happy. It's like... <laughs> you mentioned eight. I gained, became depressed again. Excuse me. It has Zell. It has Cypher. It wins. End of. <laughs> it has Quist- Quitus. It has Quitus. You, you mean Jennifer Aniston? Yeah. Yeah. That's why it wins one of the best, the most attractive females in video games. Yeah, that was, that was one of the more blatant. We designed this character to look like this somewhat. No, Ben. Queen Brana has the most attractive female character in video games. (laughs) I do select that any time I pick the doll, by the way. Anytime you're like, who is this? Yes. (laughs) Do it a hundred times, see what happens. You get a date. I'm talking about this the other day when we talked about who would be who in Final Fantasy IX, and I went and did that as well. So Gary is indeed um, (laughs) Vivi. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, who am I again? I can't remember. Harbour May not have met you yet. That might be the uh, one. Steiner? Oh, Gary's. Phoebe's my favourite character, though, so Gary, you're lucky. I, I missed out on naming Steiner because my wife walked into the room and was talking to me and I was like. Oh, I named him Twat because he was a twat. Twat. <laughs> <laughs> I get up that they make him wear is, is still remarkable to me. It's just like a knight's armor with shorts. It's just like yeah. crazy. I love it. And his it, little hat as well. It looks like a bit like a. It just feels like, it feels like the last very classical style of Final Fantasy to me. His hat looks more like a wizard's hat than a knight's hat. Really. Yeah, it yeah, it looks like a pajama hat. You know, yeah. like old the olden days pajamas. Yeah, it's. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's good fun to sort of go back to that. Like I said, it is the, the twee-looking nature of it does hide a very dark heart to that game. But yeah. uh, it's yeah. Where, oh no, I can't carry any more potions. I have 99 of them. <laughs> seven and eight are very you know melodramatic in a lot of ways, and this is just fun and still while still you know being serious when it needs to be. And yeah, it, I I think it's no surprise to me that I, the franchise kind of lost me after that you know it was 10 onwards and ha 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 <laughs> yeah. voice acting is definitely the worst thing that happened to 10 I think in that regard 
I, that the other thing that made me think of oh, Christ, no voice acting. What a time to be alive. What's that? Uh, um, other than that, um, usual. I play Pez a lot because Pez, and I played XCOM, but I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> um, oh, but that was a bit sad. I'm, I'm surprised FIFA wasn't up for the best RPG <laughs> for the journey. <laughs> Saturn. Best RPG 2017. Why not? You know, it's like you could, you it's could got say stats it. and stuff. Well, it's always had. I mean, technically, yeah, most of those games you could say they've had those sort of things for years. So, custom characters, but uh, you know, they stole from PUBG. <laughs> they time traveled to steal it from the past. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. Right. So let's get to the end point. The end game of this show, which is hopefully more upbeat than Destiny's or the rest of the show. Um, you have competitions, Ben. Competitions, I do indeed. Which, which is gives, bringing the... <laughs> brings the depressing game back. <laughs> yes, I have a season pass for Destiny 2 to give away. Um, I was trying to think of a competition and I thought, you know, we're 185 episodes and going strong. So I'd like you to tweet us your favourite memories of Unchained. Yeah, I think that's a worthy thing for a prize that big. But, uh... And I will also be giving away some PSN vouchers to some people also. Ooh, tasty, so, tasty. So even if you don't win the, the, the Destiny 2 season pass, uh, you will have a chance to win a uh, some PSN vouchers. But if you guess. do win the Destiny 2, I will not be swapping that for a... Uh, yeah, the you know, PSN voucher, you either win one or the other. So you can't get an equivalent of the season pass. No. Is fair. this an NA or EU competition? This is an EU. Well, the Destiny 2 season pass is EU. Because the money vouchers are NA. Okay, I'll take them right now. <laughs> well, you got to send a tweet saying what your favorite moments of Unchained are. And where do they send that uh, tweet to, Ben? Uh, you can send it to Pod Unchained. That's me. Or Gary <laughs> Capcom's <laughs> calling again. <laughs> we haven't even said it live, and someone's always finding in Gary his favourite memory. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, they won't be. Uh, I'm looking about five dollars to ten dollars. Yeah, a few vouchers. Excellent. Um, we have a competition going up that will be ended, I think, by the time we get for Majors of Australia. That will end tonight. So, if you. No, 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 by the time this podcast goes out, it'll be finished. Never mind. Don't worry. Congratulations to whoever won. <laughs> you are the wiener. And by the way, this will end middle of October. Mid October for Ben's competition. I haven't thought of a date yet, so I'll announce it next week. So, we Middle. Oh, okay. There you go. We're rewarding people who listen, uh, and who listen for all that, especially. <laughs> and um, I think next week, just to be double sure, we'll start the show with that and a reminder, yeah. just so that, to give everyone a chance. Because yeah. even I know, no, even podcasts I love listening to, I don't always listen to the last 10, 15 minutes if it's this. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> We should do it in the middle of the podcast then. So yeah, just, just pepper it. <laughs> <laughs> like ben just suddenly shouts, Competition! 
I'll get a, I'll get I'll get a little duck something thing and then just quack it in competition time. Yeah. Halfway through someone's sentence as well. Did you um have any shout outs beyond that then? I'd like to shout out to Evolve Mail, aka twitch.tv slash Evolve Mail, aka the true game of the year streamer, aka your favorite girlfriend's favorite streamer at twitch.tv slash Evolve Mail. A shout out to Klaus Lightbringer at Phoenix Sound Radio. A shout out to Alfonso because I haven't made him mad yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and a shout out to uh, everyone else who's listening. Thank you to listen. And hope you enjoy the depression that we have brought. Please mm. be excited. Um, cool. Um, I'll just uh, pipe in with mine here. Um, uh, big shout out to Isaiah Renadown. Uh, sorry if I mispronounced your second name, but um, he's the host of the 1099 podcast, which uh, he talks to a lot of people in the industry. And it's quite insightful stuff. And he's been very helpful with us in recent weeks as well, oh. in terms of news and stuff. So um, he's a good guy, and uh, you should go listen to the 1099 because it, it does delve into a lot of things about like the review process and of different companies and different uh, industry figures and I think the he's got one again with uh, Michael Patcher again this week um, yeah so he, he's a good dude go see him he's a Joshua Renner down in on uh, the old Twitters as well um, beyond that thank you for everyone for listening Tim yeah shout out uh, everybody, everyone's listening. You guys for talking to me. I guess my cat for meowing at me. We always like that. Yeah, that's what we come for. Hot. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Gary. Uh, same. Uh, listeners, followers, you guys for always having me on. And to yeah. hate video games. And it's it's guys getting there to the point where I do hate everything. Kind of sad. Christ. Like, <laughs> Have we influenced like, this? Wait, we haven't done our thingies this week. Yeah. Oh, God, yes, predictions. <laughs> there we go, that's it, predictions, that's a word, the word. God, yes, yeah, I just, yeah, all <laughs> enthusiasm. Um, I want to do them, I'm going to get depressed again. Yeah, you, you are, because you didn't think, so. <laughs> Done! Sick of you cheating all the time, Neil. Not cheat, and you weren't even here last week. So. I did not cheat. I did not hit her. Um, for a while, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, which was the game of choice last week, was on seventy-six, which was right between me and Tim, and basically a point either way would have changed way who won hard. it. And, and then suddenly Neil made a review, and then went down the point. <laughs> no, it did. <laughs> bloody hell! Okay. Right of you there. <laughs> I told you he's cheating. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so it went down to seventy-five. So yes, sorry, I won. Um, <laughs> I hope that. It's like Christmas. Uh, it's like Christmas. I win all the time. I never won at Christmas. True. Um, sorry. Yeah, commiserations to Ben, who sixty-four wasn't quite low enough. <laughs> so close or high enough or one of the two it wasn't it wasn't what it should have been um yeah so blah 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 score score scores I now have 17 points blah 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 lead yeah, you nine, 9 point lead now going into um and this week we are doing yes because we are doing it damn it um 
Steam World Dig 2, which has come out on other platforms and been reviewed, but not on PlayStation yet, so we're going to do that. Steam World Dig 2, which if you uh, want to cheat somewhat, maybe look at other places that have got the reviews up for other formats. You might have an idea of what the score might be. See, I'm I being... this game then. <laughs> because I'm making it fair. Oh, okay. Happy. Everyone's going to be happy. Oh my gosh. Uh, I will start with 85. Tim. <laughs> I get moaned out if I go last, or I get moaned out if I go first. <laughs> Like somehow I'm always twisting it. Or it could be. That helps. <laughs> what score say you, Tim? Ninety. Nine. Cat what did the cat say? Meow. That sounds like eighty two of the cat. <laughs> so is that your guess then? That my guess is 76. 76, wow. There must be something really wrong with this version. <laughs> God damn it, Ben, you took my second score. What the hell? <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> Gary, what's your score? 87. He said 76, by the way, not 86. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go 87. 87, okay. <laughs> well, we got something out of that. <laughs> Uh, right, so everyone did their shout-outs and all that before that, didn't they? That's cool. Um, um, and one final shout-out, which is to say a big fuck you to any newspaper in the UK that takes all the gaming news. You big, cheap, lazy bastards. Bye. Daily scam. <laughs>